Good morning, beautiful restored mama. We are going to dive right in today. I have a really big treat for you that is really going to bless you. So stay tuned. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Today, we're talking about diet culture and mom life with guest Kristen Noriega, a registered dietitian nutritionist from the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast. I'll let her tell a little bit about her journey, but she not only has the schooling behind it, she has actually lived it and knows firsthand the damaging effects of diet culture on mom life and our littles. She is here to talk to us about that and where is God in all of this? It's not all about the number on the scale. So welcome to Restored Mama, Kristen. Thanks for joining us. I am so excited to hear what you have to say on this topic. Yeah, I've done a few episodes on how we view ourselves, seeing ourselves the way God sees us and ways to hit some of those health goals, but I have never approached it from the way that you approach things. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. So I'll let you kind of take over and we'll just dive in. So tell me first, just tell us all about yourself, a little bit about your journey. Okay. So thank you for having me. And yeah, I mean, I feel like many of us, we, you guys could probably relate to the story. Let me just share with you my story. So I grew up pretty healthy and pretty active, you know, like in sports. And once I got to college, I was um, a collegiate cheerleader and like, you know, just really into health, but the wrong way. So it was like restriction and pull, pull, like getting rid of certain foods and over-exercising to compensate for a night of drinking and all of the diet culture things that, you know, we've all done. And then I became a mom. (laughs) and I I didn't really think much about baby weight or losing weight or anything because I just thought "Eh, it's gonna be fine I've never really had an issue and then like that that first eight months of my son's life my husband was deployed I was working full-time I was studying for my dietitian exam and I was raising my son and breastfeeding. And that winter, I just remember looking down at my pants that were very, very tight. And my shirt that was stretched over like my belly that was just not sneaking and tucking into my pants the way I wanted them to. And I was frustrated. I feel like that's where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah. And I was disappointed with myself and confused and just not sure why it wasn't working. It never, I had never had a problem and it should have been working. So 
I had to go through this process of unlearning what I had learned in school, which was calories in, calories out, and um, you know, just eat less, move more. Well, with a little baby, when you're breastfeeding and when you're doing all the things and your stress is high, eat less, move more just doesn't work. So <laughs> there was, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I had to unlearn that, dive into food freedom and really just figure out what was going to work. So then I had another baby and my husband deployed again and throw in some undiagnosed postpartum depression. Like I had so many things I had to figure out. And then by baby three, by baby four, is like, okay, I got this. Now I can help other women with this. <laughs> and so here we are today. My youngest is 15 months. And fortunately, Jennifer was gracious enough to let me go pat her back to sleep. <laughs> right. As we start all moms, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so now I helping moms lose weight, keep it off and do it in a way that is non-restrictive and honors who you are as a woman, as a mother, as a child of God. I love it. I'm so excited to have you on here today. So what was the hardest part in navigating those changes and learning how to adjust, especially after having a baby and your body being different, but also but mentally as well? Because I'm sure it was a big mental shift for you. Okay, so personally for me, as I look back, I don't think anyone specifically asked me this. Um, I would say a lot of it was fear. Fear that my supply was going to drop. Fear that I wasn't eating enough for my baby to, to sustain him and grow him. Fear that my that I was going to do it wrong. Uh, do it meaning like not nurse enough, over-exercise. I even had an emergency C-section after my first. And so like just trying to navigate, you know, how do I exercise? How do I move? My 10 days after my son was born, my husband left for a training. Like there was just, there were so many things to figure out and it was terrifying. And I was even talking to a woman today and she was like, having my first baby in a month and I'm terrified. I'm like, yeah. I get that. I get that. I really do. Not only are you now just fully entrusted with the care of this human being, but there's so many changes and you can prep for it, but they're still going to take you off guard. Yes, they will. In your experience and in all of the other moms that you've helped, how does this affect our kids as we're navigating through this all? That is such a good question because before I could, you know, we we all could diet in secret and not have to talk about it, eat whatever we wanted, skip meals, binge on ice cream at night, and there were no little eyes watching us. Now we have these super impressionable human beings that God has entrusted us with, and we don't want them to struggle the way we have struggled with our relationships with food, with dieting, our relationships with our bodies. Like that that all is kind of gross when you start to like step back and look at it. And it's like, ah, I hate that. And I don't want that for my kids. And I know you don't want that for your kids. So when you're, when you're looking at the little ones who are watching you, it takes that. That's really why to go about this, the, the different way, the non-diet way, because whatever you do, they're going to soak it all in. 
it, for many of us, we grew up with our moms dieting and our grandmas dieting. And so we knew like, well, that's just what women do. When you get older, you're going to go on a diet. When are you going to go on your first diet? And we don't want our kids to know that. So changing our terminology, changing the foods we eat, creating a healthy family culture. Those are things that are in our power and we can have a generational impact on our children. I love that. So what are some of the ways that you would recommend changing that family culture and changing your terminology? How would you suggest going about it? One of my absolute favorite things to do with clients who are looking at the, you know, not just how to lose weight, but how do I create this healthy family culture is to have them write down a list of the things that they do as a family. So you write, as a family, we move our bodies for fun. We eat really nutritious foods. We enjoy the heck out of fun foods. Like, what do you do and what do you stand for? And the sort of just your food family values in a sense, but it can really just be enlightening because you're going to see as I've, I've seen this with my clients, they, they want to put down, we exercise on Saturdays, but then they start to realize like, well, my, I don't know that I want my kids to feel like exercise is punishment. So just sort of changing the terminology, we move for fun. So that's definitely a good place to start. And no, I want you to notice that I said we eat really nutritious foods and we enjoy fun foods. You're allowed to have fun foods. You're allowed to have desserts. You're allowed to have sweets and they can fit even if you're trying to lose weight. It's just a matter of really bulking up and ramping up the nutritious foods and then you're going to crave those sweets less and you're going to have less room for those. And so when you do have those, they feel a little bit more special you feel a little bit more in control around them and you feel like you can actually share these with your kids instead of hiding behind the fridge door, sneaking them. <laughs> I've done that a time or two. <laughs> okay. Me too. But, <laughs> but we're not here for perfection. <laughs> no, not no perfection here. <laughs> so for those families or those moms who are listening that are a little concerned about trying to make some of these changes, obviously it's going to be a step-by-step. It's not going to be an all at once, but how would you recommend preparing the kids for something like this? I would say first you have to work on yourself and then you can work on like, then it's a ripple effect. So Mm -hmm. for yourself, you have to first look at your mindset and look at what your story is. If you have, have diet culture so ingrained in you, it's an entire process of of getting out of that mindset of unlearning those things, figuring out how to enjoy foods again without worrying about how much you're specifically eating and all the stress and all the anxiety that comes with that. And then for yourself, so you're going to do mindset first, then you're going to work on adding really nutritious foods to your, your, your diet, like the foods that you eat. So really good foods. Everybody here could list, 15 healthy foods. Start with one of those. Just start, make the next best choice and start adding things in, adding things in instead of restricting and taking away and cutting out everything and sucking the fun out of food. Like just start adding good stuff. So those would be like the first two 
pretty, the, the first two steps to take, I wouldn't want to say easy, like it takes some, it takes some work. You can't snap your fingers and have it just all of a sudden you change 35 years of diet culture that was ingrained in you. Like it's not going to happen overnight, but the good news is that the more you normalize it and the more you just keep moving forward, keep moving forward, taking one step and forget about what you've done in the past, it gets easier and you will find your new normal and you will find your balance. Now that you've been through this and you're on the other side, you're helping other moms, what is it like being on the other side and not actually living, living, trying to live up to this whole diet culture thing that we've been surrounded by our whole lives? Here's what it truly looks like on the other side. It looks like lots of good nutrition, lots of fun movement and desserts. And to tell you the truth, I have a sweet every day because I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> but every day there's still uh, the good stuff far outshines the quote bad stuff. I don't want to say it's bad. It's good for your soul. Um and what that also looks like is you have you got to get really firm in what you know and what you believe because there's going to be every single day somebody like trying to chisel away, bring you back into diet culture saying, oh, you can't, you shouldn't have that. Oh, you lost weight. How'd you do that without dieting? Oh, I know you're not going to eat those cookies. Oh, you are having cookies. Like it's never going to end. You have to figure out how to block out the noise and be really firm and rooted in what you believe and you know is true and works for your body. You, you've already given us quite a few tangible tips, but what would be like the number one takeaway? If you could tell the moms listening, the number one takeaway, the thing that they, they should go and implement like tomorrow, what should that be? Well, we already said we're not here for perfection. And I think that's the most freeing thing that you can do is get out of the all or nothing mentality. Because we're human, when we're faced with all or nothing, we tend to fall back towards nothing. And nothing looks like just eating whatever the heck comes across your plate and not moving because it's hard to make change. But when you find, like, you got to find the gray area in between all or nothing. And I like to call that your messy middle. So your messy middle is going to be imperfect and it's going to have ups and it's going to have downs, but you're going to slowly keep moving closer and closer to the woman that you want to become. And it's the small baby steps over time that are going to add up and make the most difference. So to summarize that, find your messy middle. Messy middle. That's awesome. I really like that. I'm going to probably steal that from you. (laughs) You are full of so many great tips and I'm, I've already listened to some of your episodes. I'm excited to go back and listen to more. So if the mamas out there want to find you, listen to some of your episodes and get connected with you, how do they find you? Well, I host the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast. That's a fantastic place to start. You're going to get lots of more tangible tips and inspiration and prayer. And it's just a really fun place to be. Or we can connect over on Instagram at babyweight.nutritionist. Shoot me a DM. It's me in there. And we'll chat and get you, you know, just have a conversation about where you are and where you want to be, where you want to be. There we go. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much, Kristen. Is there anything else that you want to tell the mamas out there? I just want to say that you can do it. You can do it. That's it. Kristen is so amazing and has some really great information for us. I can't wait to listen to more of her episodes, and I really hope this blessed you today. We are teaching our children by example. Let's step away from the diet culture we have ingrained in us and teach our kids the godly way to respect our body. The Bible says our body is a temple. It's up to us to treat it as such, not in a way to be able to look a certain way or be a certain size or a specific number on the scale but to be healthy and act in a way that is respecting God's creation, us. If we can learn to live that out, then our children will follow by example. Let's change what culture has created and teach our children the godly way to live. Thank you so much for joining Kristen and I today. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. God bless you all. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.